0: Welcome back everybody to episode 55. Oh my God, I can't believe in five more episodes, we will be at 60, that is just crazy to me. Thanks so much for being here with me on this podcast journey and welcome officially to April, which is crazy, like we are in April, what? Like where did those first three months go? And even though the time is moving so fast, I'm so excited for this month because you know what that means? It's move to our new house month. And I can't wait, we officially get the key to our new house on April 23rd. And I am so excited for it, just counting down the days. Our house is a big mess right now, boxes everywhere, things are just all over the place. And it's all good, cause it's all for the greater good. And I'm so excited and can't wait to share with you guys like a behind the scenes look at our new house. and we will be recording some really cool videos in our new kitchen, recipe videos and all of that with some better lighting. Oh my God, I hate the lighting in our kitchen here in our condo. I mean, during the day, it's beautiful. We've got lots of great light that comes in, but at nighttime, unfortunately, just the lighting really isn't that great. And to be quite honest, I haven't even been to our new house at night, so I don't even know what it looks like at night so who knows? I might need some like other lighting and whatnot. But regardless, I have a much bigger kitchen to shoot in and cook in, and I'm so excited for it. So stay tuned. Can't wait to share all that. We have got lots of stuff going on, some really cool new projects and things that we're working on. A big passion project of mine that we're currently working on and will be releasing shortly is our Holistic Wellness Business Mentorship Program. I am so, so pumped about this five years as an entrepreneur and growing my business, I know so much about building your brand, growing your online business, and structuring your business in terms of your programs and your pricing, and really being able to step into your authentic self and really coming from a place of integrity to grow your brand and your business. And coaching other health professionals is just something I love. I love it so much. I mean, I have all of this knowledge, all of this information, hundreds of thousands of dollars that I have invested in marketing and branding and coaching and understanding sales copy and understanding just tech and so many things I've invested in. And it is about time that I take all this information and this knowledge, share it with the health professionals in my community and really help to support them to build a brand and a business because let's face it, it is not easy. And if you're listening to this and you are a fellow colleague and health professional or health practitioner, listen, I get it. I totally get it. I started my business with $4,000 in my bank account. I did not have a lot and I still had to obviously pay for my rent and my car and my phone and all of my bills and take that money to grow my brand and my business and I didn't have a lot. I literally started with very little and also in debt and so I had to really step up and level up and hire the people to really help support me in getting to that next level because if there is one thing I can tell you, is you can't do it alone. And there is so much to learn and having the support and having a coach that can really guide you through it, it will help you to get your results and help you to grow that much faster. So I'm so excited for it. Stay tuned for that. If you're listening and you're like, yes, I want to join this program, It's our mentorship program. It's going to be a three-month mentorship program, and you will get private one-on-one coaching in it, and you will also go through all the foundational steps to really building, growing, and creating your online business and bringing in more clients, attracting the right clients so that we can really do what we do best and really use our gift and our knowledge to help more people, support more people, and truly be of service. Because at the end of the day, that is what this all comes down to. you know. And it's the reason I'm here with my podcast. It's the reason I show up on Instagram. It's the reason we have our website and we have our Facebook communities and we have programs because at the end of the day, that's what this is about, is really helping to get results for other people. And so we can create this Real like trickle down effect, right? When you help and support and transform one person's life, they can go on to share it with their friends and their family. And it just creates this amazing trickle down effect where more people are getting healthy and more people are healing. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to watch as a coach. So if you are interested in that, make sure you are on our newsletter, holisticwellness.ca forward slash newsletter. We will be sharing some more details about that program in the newsletter. And as a kickoff on April 16th, I'm going to be holding and hosting a Instagram influence masterclass. I love Instagram. I've been on it for about three or four years now, and it's been one of those great platforms that I get to share my knowledge, offer up amazing tips, and also to connect with with women in our community who need help and who need support and who want to come join us in our programs. And so I absolutely love Instagram. And yes, there are some key strategies you want to have in place for growing your Instagram and doing it from a place of integrity and really being authentic to you and who you are. And I'm going to be offering a two-hour masterclass. This is a paid masterclass. We want those serious people Who really want to take this seriously and grow and truly implement the steps and the strategies to come join us in our masterclass. So again, come join us on our newsletter because that is where we will be sharing all of the info about the masterclass. And the link again is holisticwellness.ca forward slash newsletter. And if you're a practitioner and you're like, yes, I need support with my Instagram, I need some tips and some strategies, even if you're not a practitioner. And you don't have to have your own business. Maybe you want to have your own business down the road. Maybe you want to pivot from where you currently are right now and you want to learn social media, then great. The masterclass will really, really help you with that. So there are some really key things to keep in mind with growing your Instagram. And I'm going to share with you all of the strategies and the tips. I love talking about social media and I love talking about Instagram specifically because it's where I hang out the most. And I've been on some different panels, speaking about Instagram. In June, there is the Strong Summit that will be here in Toronto. And I will be speaking there all about Instagram and social media. So I've been really stepping out more into offering other practitioners the knowledge and support around business and social media. And I love it. It's so much fun. So I'm really excited for that. Lots of good stuff is coming up. So stay tuned for it all. But today we are talking about cortisol and your adrenals and I have all of this information so fresh in my head right now because I obviously wrote about it in my book, which will be coming out in December. And so I was like, okay, this is definitely the topic I want to dive into today because it's just so fresh, top of mind, and some really great things that I share in the book, which obviously I'm not going to share it all and give it all away today. You got to grab the book when it's coming out in December. Some really amazing protocols for healing your adrenals, as well as your thyroid, some really cool research that has also recently come out that will all be going into the book. So I thought today I'm going to give you a little, I guess, kind of like a behind the scenes of the book, one of my chapters, and that is all about your adrenals. And I think it's safe to say that on some level, we all need some support with our adrenals. Some maybe more than others. Some of us might be dealing with some more deeper physiological or emotional stressors, and maybe some of us are just dealing with some acute stressors, but either way, Our adrenals need some support and some love. So let's dive in your adrenal glands. So these are two tiny little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. And although they are very tiny, they sure are mighty. Your adrenals control quite a few actions in your body, including your, obviously, your stress response, your weight, your blood sugar, your blood pressure, and your immune system. In fact, they are our primary survival organs, but they can also be really involved in feeling unwell. So from weight gain to irritability, fatigue, blood sugar irregularities, and low thyroid function your adrenals can cause you to experience multiple symptoms, which we commonly refer to as adrenal fatigue. So adrenal fatigue, I think it's really important to note here that, you know, this is a term we use quite frequently in this industry. But more accurately speaking, what we're really referring to is HPA axis dysfunction. So your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So your adrenals communicate with your brain and vice versa. And when you are exposed to certain triggers, such as blood sugar highs and lows, environmental toxins, a perceived stress, poor quality sleep, blue light pollution, circadian rhythm disruption, gut inflammation yes, there's a lot of things, you can impair this communication between the brain and the adrenals. So in turn, what's happening is that your adrenals aren't getting sent the right hormones that they need. And what you feel is adrenal fatigue, or rather you experience symptoms like exhaustion, low thyroid, weight gain, sleep disturbances, lack of focus and concentration, and sugar cravings. In fact, it could be sugar cravings, salt cravings, and fat cravings, all of the three. So hormonal balance is essential to good health, and your adrenal glands are really at the center stage in relationship to the body's ability to regulate your hormones. In fact, Roughly 70 to 80% of all doctor visits are for stress-related conditions for which doctors have little or no training and nothing to offer than some temporary relief care. And our adrenal glands, as I'm sure you know it, they are what control our fight and flight response. So when we are in danger, Or when there is a perceived danger or a threat, our adrenals kick into high gear and mobilize all our resources so we can fight or flight away from danger. In fact, it's not just fight or flight, but it's also fight, flight, or freeze, right? We might actually freeze in a situation. So historically speaking, our immediate dangers, they were rather short-lived, right? So think about running from a tiger or a lion in the jungle. But nowadays, in our concrete jungle, we are dealing with daily stressors of bills and finances, relationships, work, bosses, career, piles of projects and a heavy workload, and just something as simple like being stuck in traffic, right? And then not to mention on top of all these things, we are over-consuming caffeine just to get us going. So our perceived daily stressors are nothing in comparison to outrunning a tiger in the jungle but yet we are constantly reacting or more so overreacting and we are worrying about 80% of the things that don't even happen right i mean we've all we've all done it we all will continue to do it And so our need for cortisol and adrenaline is really at an all-time high. So when your HPA axis, your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, when it gets activated, we pump out a hormone called cortisol, which is a no-nonsense, strategic thinking hormone. It alerts our nervous system to threats. It helps to regulate our hormones and gets much-needed blood sugar to our muscles so that we can fight or flight. And I'm sure you've all experienced the high of cortisol before, right? Where you've been in this stressful situation and you've had heavy breathing, you've been sweating and increased heart rate, your energy levels go high. This is what happens, right? And insulin is another hormone. It's really important to talk about insulin here because it's a hormone that's involved in this process. It comes along to Mop up the excess mobilized blood sugar back into your cells so that it can really allow your heart rate and your breathing to get back to normal. And then, you know, your stressor is over, your perceived stressor is over, and all is well. And we kind of go on our way. But in nature, you know, constant stress is rare. In our human world, however, we are dealing with all kinds of stressors and we are pushing our adrenals into overdrive, and we are impairing this communication between the adrenals and the brain. This is what's leading to burnout and exhaustion. The problem is other hormones are impacted as well. So not only are you forcing your body to pump out this excess cortisol and adrenaline, but excess blood sugar and insulin. So over time now, this can lead to insulin resistance and weight gain. And these are two big areas that I address with my clients when I'm working with them in our programs and in our private one-on-one practice. It's always about looking at the insulin and looking at the cortisol because these are two fat storing hormones. And so when we're like, I'm eating all the things, I'm doing all these things right, I'm eating healthy, I'm exercising, but the weight isn't coming off, that's when we got to look at insulin and weight. And sorry, insulin and cortisol amongst many other things. But those are typically at the top of the priority list for me. So if you've ever wondered where your cravings for fat, sugar, and salt can come from, it's coming from your daily stressors. So cortisol, you know, it really does get a bad rep, but it really does help us to bounce back from our daily stressors. Without cortisol, we would actually die. It's just that We don't want too little of it and we don't want too much of it. We just really want it in the right amount. But over time, if we have this unrelenting stress, it causes us to experience adrenal burnout where we go from overproducing cortisol to now underproducing it. So, what are some signs and symptoms that your adrenals are burnt out? Well, there's a few of them. So, number one, you have difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep or do not feel rested upon waking. Number two, you're craving fat, sugar, and salt. Number three, your memory and your focus are just lacking. You're, number four, experiencing digestive issues, maybe even constipation. Number five, you feel irritable and anxious. Number six, you get tired most afternoons around 3 or 4 p.m. And you are craving sugar, you are craving the salt, and maybe you are even looking for a caffeine fix. Number seven, you're gaining weight primarily around your waist. Number eight, your hormones are a mess. So maybe you are dealing with PMS or you're having issues with infertility, maybe even low libido. Number nine, you find that you're getting sick more often, but not only that, you're also having a really hard time recovering from like a cold or a flu. Number 10, you are getting angry quickly, like you anger very quickly and you just find yourself snappy. And number 11, you have low thyroid function. So there are different stages of adrenal fatigue, and you can always test your adrenals with a salivary or a urine test to really better understand how they're functioning. The test that you really want to look for is something that looks at your cortisol over a 24-hour range so that you can really see the peaks and the dips of your cortisol and how it occurs throughout the day. This will really provide you some some better clues and help you to understand those fluctuations. So you can do a salivary test or you can do something like the Dutch test. So let's look at these different stages of adrenal fatigue. So number one, typically this stage is referred to as wired and tired. So really in this stage, for the most part, your cortisol levels are naturally elevated in the morning, which is what we want. Our cortisol is higher in the morning. It helps us to wake up and get out of bed. However, you're feeling tired and wired, which means that you have this elevated cortisol at night when it should really be dipping and it should go low, but you've got this like surge of it at nighttime. This is why you you feel tired, but you're like super wired and your brain is constantly going and you're thinking and it's like you just can't slow down. And you, you kind of have this almost like energy, but it's like a fake energy. So this really often will lead to difficulty falling asleep. And often people in this stage may also feel like they're on edge regularly. So like a little bit more snappy and irritable. And then stage two is you're stressed and you're tired. So this second stage really shows more severe cortisol disruption with higher cortisol in the morning, but it falls very quickly after lunch and it leads to this afternoon fog and this, you know, this brain fog and this tiredness. And you might get a second wind at night, but most often. You will wake up in the middle of the night and you're unable to fall back asleep. So, this is typically what stage two looks like. So, you might have that second wind at night, doesn't necessarily impact you falling asleep, but then you do wake up in the middle of the night and then can't get back to sleep. And then, stage number three, this is basically like a full burnout stage. And listen, I've never had a baby before, I don't have kids, I've never been pregnant, so I can't really. Speak to this exactly, but I see my friends and all of my cousins and everyone that have kids, and listen, they are burnt the heck out, right? Like they can't sleep, they are exhausted. And this is kind of what stage three feels like this like full on burnout, where you basically it's like you have a baby and you can't sleep, and it's just you are constantly exhausted. And sleep, a lot of sleep disruption is happening. So, this is really the stage of where, you know, what a woman would feel like in the early stages of pregnancy or with a newborn, where you're just exhausted all the time. So, generally speaking, in this stage, your cortisol patterns are completely disrupted or just completely flatlined, and it's putting you at a higher risk for thyroid disease, autoimmune disease, and gut problems so speaking of thyroid disease and autoimmunity your adrenals and your thyroid they are intricately connected and i can surely attest to this right with my autoimmune Hashimoto's. Stress definitely will cause me to feel more hypothyroid symptoms because I've said it many times before, if you have a low functioning thyroid, it means you have high functioning adrenals and that's definitely what was the case that was happening with me. So if you are in a stress state, like I said, your adrenals will be up and your thyroid will be down. You can't have both going at the same time. And there are many ways to support both your adrenals and your thyroid. In fact, when you're supporting your thyroid, it's also really essential to support your adrenals. And I'm often asked this, you know, like, which one do I treat first? And oftentimes it's both. So when your body is in fight and flight mode, your body's normal functions are basically deprioritized. Anything that is necessary for overcoming your perceived stressor does not need to function. This means that your digestion, your immune response, and your thyroid, they kind of get shut down. So your thyroid function is temporarily put on hold or slowed down until your stress has passed. And ideally, we hope that this is an acute stress, not a chronic stress, so that your body can return to optimal function as quickly as possible. However, in today's society let's face it, we're dealing with daily chronic stressors, like I mentioned earlier, right? Bills, finances, work, workload, and tons of projects that are on our plate. So perhaps we have an ongoing stressor or one stressor followed by another. Either way, this ongoing demand for cortisol has a negative impact on your thyroid because your adrenals speak with your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland in your brain, these glands also help to regulate your thyroid hormone. So if you are busy dealing with the adrenals, they also can't regulate your thyroid hormone production right? If your hypothalamus is basically your brain is busy dealing with the adrenals, it can't also go on to support your digestion. It can't also go on to support gut health. It can't also go on to support thyroid hormone production, right? So when these glands, when they are under chronic stress, they're now working to conserve your thyroid hormone output. And not only that, but The stress hormones, they impact certain enzymes that convert your T4 into your active T3 hormone. So when stress is really, really high, we convert more of our active T3, our active thyroid hormone, into what's called reverse T3. So this really puts the brakes on your thyroid output leading to symptoms of hypothyroidism. So it's really important to note that your immune system as well it will be suppressed when your body is in a stress state which can trigger some latent viral infections some of which can trigger autoimmune thyroid disease. Interesting, right? So this suppressing of your immune system means that your primary immune barriers such as your blood-brain barrier, your lungs, and the gut barrier, they are also weakened. So I'm sure you've heard the term leaky gut before, which can be a trigger for autoimmune disease. And what happens is because you have leaky gut, you are now releasing these different pathogens and these toxins, even things like gluten and dairy, amongst many other things, into your bloodstream. And so this is really what brings us all full circle. You've got this chronic stressor that's going on. For example, something I see very often, women who are working in a job that they absolutely hate. They don't like their colleagues that they're working with. They are not inspired by the work that they're doing. And it's just this cycle of just getting up every day, going to work, kind of going through the motions and not being excited, not being inspired. There's no joy and they go home and they just kind of crash and repeat the cycle over and over and over again. And this is also leading to, you know, you have this big workload at work, you're not excited or inspired by it, and it's it's putting the stress on. And it's causing you to want to reach for the sugar and the salt and the caffeine to kind of just get through the day. And you're not really doing anything to heal and support your body. You're not eating in a way to support your body. You're also exhausted by the work that you're doing and maybe your schedule at work and your workload. So that's leaving you to not sleep well or not move and exercise your body. And so this begins this really nasty cycle of adrenal fatigue, which now starts to slow down and impair your thyroid, which now also slows down and impairs your gut health, which impacts your immune system. And now this leads to leaky gut and it can now all be a trigger for autoimmune disease. So this is really how it can come full circle just by stress. So when it comes to healing your adrenal glands, you need to know that there is just no quick fix. You can't just pop a pill and call it a day. Healing your adrenal glands takes time and it really does include taking radical responsibility for how you are showing up in your life and how you're showing up for yourself. It is the lifestyle shifts that have the biggest impact on your adrenal health. And the best treatment doesn't include fancy herbs or supplements or some magical superfood. It is simply practicing relaxation. So let's talk about relaxation because there are many different techniques here, right? You can do meditation and just mindfulness and all of this can really help to put you into a parasympathetic state, a more relaxed state versus a sympathetic state, your fight and flight. And this will help your body to pump out fewer stress hormones when you are in a relaxed state and so that your adrenals can truly heal and and start to restore themselves. Now, I know it's easier said than done. And I can't tell you how many times I've sat down to meditate and like 10 seconds in, my monkey brain is going and I'm thinking like, oh, what do I want to order off of Amazon or what am I making for dinner, right? Like my brain is just going, but you really have to find the meditation that works for you. And I've actually been committing quite a lot to meditation, both morning and night. First thing I do when I wake up, I meditate and before I go to bed and not to say I do it every single day, but maybe 80% of the time, 90% of the time, I'm waking up and I'm meditating. And before I go to bed, I'm also meditating. And I'm just listening to different meditation apps, or I'm listening to more like brain waves to really get you in that theta brain state. And that's really something that I've been incorporating a lot lately, because I know that my body heals it and needs it. And in order to heal, it's something that my body really needs. And so I've been making it a priority. And ladies, it doesn't have to be this 30 or 40 minute meditation. It can simply be five to 10 minutes and you totally owe that to yourself. So maybe you want to consider looking into something like a yoga nidra. You can search them online or search, I think, some apps. There is one that I use. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but if you just search yoga nidra apps, you'll, you'll find something. Or maybe you want to download a meditation app like Headspace. That would be a great place to start. And I think they've got some free meditation versions that you can use. I I can't remember how many they give you for free, but definitely look into that. And then HeartMath Inner Balance app. This is another great option because it uses external sensors on your earlobe to help you synchronize your heart rate, your breath, and your mind. So there's lots of options out there. You just got to start looking and really implementing these tools and playing around with them so that you can find which one really works for you. Second up on healing your adrenal glands, the second thing here is trying infrared sauna therapy. So spending time in an infrared sauna has many, many benefits and it really helps with supporting detoxification, which is key because if you are in chronic stress, you're going to have more metabolic breakdown and dysfunction that's happening in your body and you want to detox that out. And, you know, it's just a wonderful time to sit in peace and quiet for 20 minutes, put on some soothing music. Maybe you listen to your meditation app and not only are you supporting your adrenals, but you're also supporting liver detoxification and you're sweating and it's going to be great for your lymphatic system. So that is definitely a therapy that I highly recommend. Gaytan and I just bought our infrared sauna for our house and I am so, so excited to get that set up so that I can use it every single day. That is my goal. I want to get in there every single day and really help support detoxification, especially from an autoimmune perspective. You know, with autoimmunity, oftentimes environmental triggers and toxins can really aggravate autoimmune. So it's really important that I take this next step to further support detoxification and implement something like the infrared sauna. Okay, next up on the list, third is incorporating a relaxing hot bath. So I love winding it down at the end of the day with a hot bath. I add in some Epsom salt, some lavender essential oil. I might even put a little bit of baking soda in there. Another thing I love to do is to put in a little castor oil into the tub, into the water, because it actually helps to soften your skin and works as a moisturizer. And so that's just something I love to do. And then, you know, you can dim the lights, light some candles, and it's just a really great way to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And at the same time, it's also wonderful for detoxification. And a hot bath can also really help to improve your sleep, which is often lacking when there is chronic stress going on. So of course, next up on the list here is your sleep, right? It is essential to healing your adrenals and your overall hormonal health. And when I first started my autoimmune healing protocol, which contains you know many strategies, but one of the biggest strategies was sleep. And I was sleeping for a good nine to 10 hours a night for quite a few weeks because my body really, really needed it. So you have to practice sleep hygiene and create healthy boundaries around your sleep going to bed at the same time every night, waking up at the same time every day, this can do wonders for your body and for creating this healthy circadian rhythm and this healthy routine. Your body craves routine. So sleep has to be essential. You got to turn the Netflix off early, put the phone away and really create a sleep sanctuary and implement those those boundaries around sleep. Okay. So next up, We can obviously implement herbs and supplements. This is going to be incredibly helpful, but we have to realize that the herbs and supplements are only going to work as long as these other things are in place. They're only going to work if you've got the sleep in place, if you are practicing relaxation and slowing down. This is where the herbs and supplements can really come in. So I love adaptogenic herbs. They are wonderful to add into an adrenal healing protocol. And what adaptogens do is they really help your body adapt and cope with stress. So they really work to support and nourish and replenish the adrenals. So whether you're in this like overdrive or you're really on the opposite end and you're fatigued, adaptogens are really going to help you regardless of where you are on that spectrum. So some of my favorites, I love ashwagandha. It's very calming. It can help with promoting sleep. It can also help with any kind of muscle aches and pains. But from a thyroid perspective, it's also really great for helping to convert your T4 into your active T3 hormone. Rhodiola is another wonderful one, uh, another herb that I really love. It's really great if you are dealing with a lot of anxiety, if you need more help with mental focus. Rhodiola is going to be great for that. I also love holy basil. I love drinking holy basil tea, it's one of my favorites. And it's really great for those who need that extra immune support. So I really recommend the holy basil. And then next up, Shatavari. This is a really incredible adaptogen and it's often used in Ayurvedic medicine. It's really known as the queen of herbs. It's both nourishing and calming and it's great for hormonal balancing. So if you've got PMS or mood swings or you're dealing with menopausal symptoms, it can really be great for that. And I also find it works really wonderful as a fertility tonic as well. And then I can't mention adaptogens without an honorable mention of reishi mushroom. I love medicinal mushrooms for their powerful immune support, their anti-cancer properties, their anti-fungal benefits. And reishi in particular is really great for nourishing and supporting the adrenal glands. It helps to modulate the immune system and just really helps your body to better handle and deal with stress. But also things like really supporting your body in resisting the common cold or the flu and works to even reduce inflammation in the body. So I really love these adaptogenic herbs. Some other things to think about might be incorporating a B complex in your protocol as well, because your B vitamins are involved in every neurological process in your body, and they are critical for the chemical processes within the adrenal glands. And we often just pee them out, especially if we're in a chronic state of stress. So I really, really hope ladies that you are going to implement some of these strategies, slow down, implement some more relaxation. Maybe it means investing in an infrared sauna for your house or going out to a local spa where they might have an infrared sauna and you can just pay for sessions there. But either way, these lifestyle strategies have to be implemented if you wanna heal your body and your hormones and feel better and more than anything, prevent future disease cancer, diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune issues. It's so important that we implement these strategies and we implement healthy boundaries around our sleep. We've got the nutrition on point. We incorporate these adaptogenic herbs to really help us heal. And more than that, we slow down in our lives. We take time for ourselves and we really start to implement relaxation techniques, something like meditation or some more mindfulness, journaling, but you've got to implement these things if you want to feel better. All right, ladies, so now that means this is in your hands. It is in your hands to move forward, to take action, put one foot in front of the other and start to implement strategies of relaxation and slowing down and healing your body. I would love to hear what strategies you are implementing for supporting your stress and managing your adrenals. Share it with me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And if you're interested in diving in deeper into adrenals and thyroid health and really want a strategy and structure in place for supporting your hormones and your cycle with a hormone balancing meal plan, and you want to dive deeper into detoxification and blood sugar, these are all the things that we cover in our six-week online Healthy Hormones for Women program. So if you want to learn more about that as a podcast listener, you always get 60% off. That program is on sale. So head on over to Holistic Wellness. Dot ca forward slash healthy hormones and learn more about that six week program you guys are going to love it so come find me over on instagram i want to hear from you what are you implementing what are you doing maybe what are you changing what are the things you need to take out of your life to create more space for healing sometimes it's not always about adding but also about taking out the things that no longer serve you Thanks everybody so much for tuning in today. I will be sure to connect with you next week. Looking forward to it. Have a fantastic week.